Hi, this is Christina Dam, and this is Liberate the Podcast, where we educate, motivate, inspire, and liberate your consciousness. From spirituality, holistic healing, to creativity, and conscious business, we've got your mind, body, and spirit covered. All right. <laughs> so we're Hello. doing, this is the first time we're doing live. This is, deep, it's, this is called Deep Cuts. Yes. And uh, it's just kind of the practitioners and the family here at Liberate, we just kind of have a little chat just so people at home or wherever can kind of feel like they're in the living room with us. And, yes. Come and um, chill with us. Come and chill with us. <laughs> at Liberate Hollywood. Hot, liberate Hollywood. It's hot, sunny California <laughs> day. And I'm Angelo, and a lot of you know me. I'm the, I'm the loud guy downstairs talking. And, but, <laughs> With the uh, long hair. The long hair. <laughs> Who's always smiling yeah, and no. helping people. Oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> and, and this is Eleonora. I nice to meet you. My name is Eleonora. Eleonora, yeah. And she, she does uh, healing and breath work and... Yeah, tell us. Wait, so, what? Yeah, what are you? What are you doing here? What are you doing here? Who are you? We're always talking downstairs, but you know, I get we're. It's, it's sometimes it's hard to have good chats because we're we're busy and we're helping others and stuff like that. So, I think this is a good opportunity to kind of really just yeah get to know each other. Yeah. So uh, I'm Eleonora Berenyi. I'm from Hungary and uh, I work here as a practitioner. Mm -hmm. I'm a Reiki healer and a breathwork facilitator. Um, my journey, um, in a nutshell, um, that I uh, moved from Hungary uh, almost like 15 years ago. Has I was, it been 15 years? Oh, yeah. I've been traveling a lot. And um, Where did I, you travel to? Uh, first, I when I went to the university, I was really like easygoing, and you know, I just hopped on the plane, and we ended up in Sydney, for example, oh, Sydney, which was the f really far. Uh, we went oh, to the Olympic Games. Oh, you were there in two thousand. Two thousand. Yeah. Yeah. So I lived in Sydney for three three months. Then I went to Germany. I studied in Germany. Uh, original. Sprechen Sie Deutsch? Yes. Yeah, ich spreche auf Deutsch. Nur ein bisschen. Wir sollen ein bisschen. Yeah, yeah. She leaves me the Deutsch messages. Yeah, maybe there's some German speakers. Yeah. And it's a shame. I, li I lived in Berlin a couple of years, and I, my Deutsch is not so good. I'm learning. Muss der Deutsch ist nicht so gut. Yeah. Aber wir können es verstehen. <laughs> I have been in Hamburg. So uh, I lived, lived in Hamburg. I lived in Hamburg. Yeah. I studied in Hamburg. Originally, I come from a um, advertising background. I used to be an art director for almost eight years, and I was freelancing in New York. And uh, when I moved to New York in 2011, I totally uh, left advertising, and mm -hmm. I left the corporate world. You just and said goodbye. Did you have like an epiphany, or you were just like, because so many people that have these like spiritual awakenings, or whatever, there's like this crisis, or like they get sick, or they're just like one, you know, they have a, a, a you know, near death experience, whatever. What was it that did it for mm -hmm. you? So I need to go back because my first big experience was um, before I moved to New York and oh. before advertising. So I started my spiritual journey um, 20 years ago. Um, it started, I lost my dad and oh. uh, it was a very um, 
awakening experience for me. Uh, now I can talk about it freely because obviously that was my, this is the result of my 20 years of um, healing experience yeah. and my journey. Uh, but that was an awakening and I started uh, like, we, in Hungary uh, we suppress a lot. <laughs> yeah. So people really don't talk about pain and loss. And, and this is because of the, the war, right? Because I mean, pre-war, pre-World War One and Two, Hungary, was there a little bit, was there like a, a celebration? Was there like a good positive thing? But I know World War One and Two just devastated a lot of the East Blocks. Yeah. And, you know. Yeah, I mean, there was suppression. Yeah. So um, the Russians freed us. And then if, I, I don't know if that's uh, the result, why yeah. people don't really, um, they are not connected to their soul as much, or yeah. or mo more of it. It might be our culture that we just suppress a lot. Yeah, yeah. Like it's it's. I really experience that here in America. That uh, it's totally normal that you go to a therapist or you take yeah. care of your soul. Or if if you feel sad, then it's more um, commonly accepted that people just reach out or take a bunch of pharmaceuticals because you listen. Just yeah, kidding. exactly. <laughs> There's the other way, but you yeah. can choose. And it's more, it's maybe because it's a yeah. bigger country in Hungary. Yeah. I, I, in, when I was, I experienced uh, that pain, I didn't know what to do. So all we did, uh, especially within my family, we suppressed. We didn't talk about it. Wow. And, so and you're such was, an open person, too. I like, am. You have such a big heart, and you're very, like, yeah, so that so must have been tough to, like, burst through that whole yeah. construct. It was really difficult because also around me there were nobody spiritual. So somehow I feel was, there, was there was a little light and then it was like sparkling and, and I felt that I was suffering but I didn't know what to do yeah. and I just knew uh, that I have to survive so I was just you know surviving and then um, somehow I think spirit helped then because the angels came in and then there's there were a lot of synchronicities God, like i went into a bookstore i i just found the book and then i opened it up and it was about uh it was about a psychic who um actually was uh, communicating with spirits what, do you know like, are you kidding me <laughs> do you remember the name of the no book? i don't know i don't remember any of the name or anything it was just an experience which i now i know is synchronicity that's that was a meaningful coincidence it everybody was not, has their book though like some people yeah. have like the alchemist or uh yeah what was the, the the celestine prophecy was for me yeah you know, I, a lot that of for me was my first like, books as well but also after that we went to uh the cinema with one of my friends who lost and uh, interestingly enough he lost his dad as well at oh. the same time and we ended up watching a film and guess what was the film uh <laughs> dirty dancing no no. <laughs> no the city of angels ah so that was again like oh wow and it's everybody knows that you know that's yeah, kind yeah. of a heavy film it was the same synchronicity city of angels it's yeah, the one uh Meg Ryan and ah, you know yeah, like yeah, uh, Nicolas yeah, yeah. Cage yeah. and then basically it's about angels and then Nicolas Cage falls in love with Meg Ryan who's like a human and then he's an angel and he comes back to earth and it was like it blew my mind and then I had to do a presentation next day and I didn't know what to do and what, what, what was the topic is gonna be so I started researching and I found the page about I wanted to kind of talk about the city of angels or angels and then I found a page and it was about people sharing their experiences with angels and you ended up in a city of angels exactly which yeah. is again really 
like it's a synchronicity so that's how it started and and it just kind of uh shaped me in yeah. so many different ways interesting so to fast forward like that was like 10 years of like uh ex- experimenting and reading I always call it like the sponge state when you just want to get as much information as you want and read and go to workshops and then just just you want to know about spirituality because you want to understand there's there's this crave within that I I just need to read this and and know more because there's this calling within so that was my first 10 years and then I think uh, something shifted in London. I used to work uh, in London uh, in advertising, and then I uh, took a course from um, Charles Virtue, and uh, I became an angel. Who is this again? Charles Virtue is, is he Dor- related to Dorian. Dorian Virtue's ah. son, and ah, I'm okay. so grateful. I I connected yeah. to him because yeah, yeah, yeah. he's an indigo child, and he's yeah. amazing, very grounded, very yeah. gentle, very. Oh. Something I'm not. Introvert. I mean, I'm gentle, but I'm not grounded. I'm not grounded. I'm working on it. But yeah, Yeah. so. (laughs) And then uh, I became an angel practitioner. And for me, the most interesting thing was that I went there with all my hopes that now I'm going to learn how to connect with angels. I was so excited. And then. You were looking for Nicolas Cage. Yeah. And then then maybe, you know, he will fall in love with me. And then everything's going to be sorted out. And you know what happened? At the end of the two years, two years, no, two days, that was a two, day, two or three days course, I realized that I was already connected with angels. It's, a, it's all <laughs> so by re- like, remembering. Really? <laughs> really? But I, 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 I really expected this big baboom of like, yeah, yeah. you know, like angels with the trumpet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it never happened. <laughs> Because they, they speak in mysterious ways, right? It's yeah. Like, so that was my second uh, biggest like uh, experience with spirit. Like, but it deepened my deepened my understanding. And then I moved to New York, and by chance, my soul discovered uh, the first week uh, my teacher. Like, I was looking for um, spiritual workshops, and. Uh, at that point, I was really connected, so I always followed my soul, and that's what I always um, suggest people to listen within. Because I was looking for workshops, and I was like looking at like ten different workshops. The first week I moved to New York, and I'm like, no, no, no. And then there was one lady standing in front of a huge amethyst crystal this big, wow. <laughs> like this, smiling, and he, she was talking about Peru, and I'm like, that's it. So I went to her workshop and like done, and she's the biggest teacher of mine. She learned, she taught me everything, and she's a shaman teacher, and she's amazing. We became almost like sisters. Didn't and she say she had a crazy story of survival? Is that exactly something? That yes. You Did you tell me something about that? I think. Yeah. So um, I really love the way she expands consciousness and she's a very humble and beautiful spirit very wise and very um funny yeah so i think we she, connected because she's a li- light yeah. and i i could have never chosen a teacher who's like this <laughs> so you're I, very light and you're very humble and yeah. i think for me joy is the most important so I got connected to her through joy like she's really joking all the time she doesn't ah. take life seriously and for me yeah, I, I, was think, like, I think I'll get along <laughs> I would get along great with her yeah. so to go back to your question um, yeah she was hit by lightning two times yeah. can you imagine that like <sighs> lightning I can't 
and she said that I don't want to. It's really painful. They were hiking. No, no, of course. They were hiking first time, and she was the first person, and then it just hit, lightning hit her, and she flew away, and they had to bring her back. She was away for a few minutes, and it was, she said it was a horrifying experience. And the second one happened to her, actually, in her home. In her, way, in her home. In her home, like the lightning rod was broken and, and she was alone. And yeah. again, like she flew away and then someone found her. So they... I'm taking off my shoe. You took off yours. Uh, it's probably so uncomfortable. Excuse me. <laughs> yeah, the deeper we go, we're going to yeah, just yeah. take off. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and next no. time I will take off this one. <laughs> so, sorry. Yeah, just, so that, and, and she says that when you are hit by lightning third time, you become a shaman. Third time, yes. so she had twice. She will probably, but she doesn't want to. I don't want to get hit once. No. I mean. <laughs> yeah, so that's my uh, journey, and basically I. And what about you, LA, though? With the, the, that was the Reiki part, like yeah, yeah. Uh, so. She was teaching uh, integrated energy healing mm-hmm. techniques, so she integrated everything she learned um, in the last thirty years. The interesting part about it is that it's again synchronicity because I just googled her or just ended up how I explained. And interestingly enough, I got to the workshop. She sat next to me. The first question was like, hey, where are you from? Hungary. Munti, munti. She's, she, her she parents Hungary. were Hungarian. And she speaks Hungarian. Hungarian? Yes. How cool is that? <laughs> Isn't Hungarian the one that language is like very... Like it's close to Finnish, but it's they like not say, like but anything. It has nothing like, to do with Finnish. But like, it has no roots. Like it's almost like you know. It's, you can, it's they say Ugor. The, the origin is Ugor and Finnish. Ugor is a distinct language, and yeah. Finnish. I I met Finnish people before. We didn't understand anything. The only word I know is Minarakasta Sinuan, which means I love you. <laughs> Minarakasta Sinuan in in uh, Finnish Hi. means I love you, which has nothing to do in like uh, in Hungarian too. There's no no connection. Yeah. It's a very difficult language because there's no. Lo- most of the languages has got Latin or Roman base. Hungary is, you don't understand anything basically. Maybe it's um. Okay. Oh, did the camera die? We did just lose. But we're still on the. We're yeah. still on the. We are still on the live, so you keep going. And okay. I'll see if I can fix this. We're in the spiritual business here. We're not in the technical yeah. business. No. <laughs> Becca does an incredible job. Yes. At taking care of this. Our little know, angel like, behind the camera. Becca is an angel. Definitely. But actually, yeah, so I want to, like, finish that story up because I want to talk about you too. You're not going to get away with oh, it. I know. <laughs> even if you're asking your questions. I don't watching on Instagram. <laughs> really, in a smart way. So I moved, <coughs> uh, I was in New York for 10 years. Oh. I learned uh, from her. I was a teacher assistant for many, many years helping her um, and became a Reiki 3 practitioner. And um, yeah, so I, through her, I got connected to um, shamanism as well. I had a very um, powerful experience on one of her uh, retreats. Yeah. I would like to mention that because I think in, throughout my spiritual journey, probably that was mon- one of the biggest um, uh, experience or, or spiritual like I mean I was shaking so we had like a retreat and there was a beautiful um, musician healer who yeah. came and then um, we were sitting in a circle and everybody got their own instruments 
So you could pick one. And then there were like drums, like shamanic drums and all kind of instruments. There were 40 people. And then we, I picked a drum and then there was somebody who wanted to have the drum. So I'm like, okay, here you go. And she's like, no, 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 it's yours. I'm like, okay. We sat down and I was sitting across the musician who, who's a shaman, a killer too. And um, we started, so it was an intuitive play, uh, music. We were playing together, but nobody had any background of playing any yeah. instrument. So it was really interesting. And they just started playing on their instrument. And I started uh, hitting the drum, and all of a sudden I realized that it, it was the loudest from the whole group. You had the loudest drum? I had the loudest drum, of course. Because you were hitting it louder, it was like no, the biggest host. It was the drum was so, yeah. like it was like a really loud. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my God. And then, so we all started playing, and then uh, the, so like, the shamanic healer had the drum as well. Oh, uh -huh. wait, hold on. I think yes. this thing, I thought I put it on the moon. The thing, I gotta, it's okay. Call, I gotta turn it off here. Hold on, let's see. Maybe, uh, maybe oh, our okay. divine. It says, uh, I thought. Our guides are calling. Okay, we're still good. <laughs> and then we started like drumming, and all of a sudden, uh, I got into a trance. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know what happened. It's just some spirit come through and I closed my eyes and I went with it. Like, so I just disappeared somewhere. I, I ended up in a rabbit hole or up somewhere in a different dimension. And I really, something came through, which I couldn't understand. Was it scary because it was a power at first? Like, it like scary like whoa what is this it was not scary because i didn't think then i was i just i went with it yeah but i closed my eyes and i started leading the whole circle and then she he was the um the healer was the you know the guide but basically because i have the loudest drum it's like probably some kind of past life came through sure. that's what i i now i understand that i might have some shamanic roots it came through and then I was leading like the rhythm I gave the rhythm and then I went faster and louder and basically I was leading the group with with my rhythm and I never played on any drums in my whole life wow and and we were playing two rounds so we were playing for like 15 20 minutes and then at the end like I could intuitively feel when to finish it also like I really yeah. went with it and then and then I, we got out of the trance and my teacher was like, what was this? I'm like, I don't know, it was not me. That's amazing. <laughs> so this was like really powerful. So that's for me a beautiful thing when that happens and that's what I would like to um, teach uh, to people through my work to awaken their uh, inner authentic power within. And you're doing that. I've been in your breath class a few times, and I've taken a lot of good, a lot of good ones in LA, and um, I'm starting to teach one as well. But I, I, I really love your class. So thank you. What is your class? So my class is on Thursdays. Yep. 5:30 to 6:30. Yeah. And yeah, I incorporate shamanism and um, and uh, breathwork. Uh, my breathwork teacher was David Elliott when I moved yeah. to LA. That's when I went through the level four training. Um, and um, it's a 
definitely I like to use uh, rattles and drum and you know like because of that experience it's just really it just comes through so I cannot not <laughs> pick up a drum or a rattle I have to use it I just feel like it's, yeah. it's part of my healing method and uh, to go back to the authenticity I feel like that's the most important message What if I can share something today to um, know that we are remembering yeah, it's everything our there. essence everything is there you just need to remember yeah. and then when you start going to workshops and you start going within yeah you the most of the healers will awaken your but it's a hell of a healer. journey yes so now i would like to hear about your journey what i like I'll, I'll talk about myself okay. is that but what i like about you and also nikki that does you know, the, some shamanic drumming and healing is that you don't label yourself a shaman. No. And I know that a lot of people, it's almost like, you know, uh, I, even myself, I would be a little wary of trusting someone that says, I'm a shaman. Because, yeah. I mean, even myself, I've been told, yeah, I need to get into, to learn, study sh sh shamanism. I can't even say the word and this and that. And even it's like, even that word itself is kind of a little bit in like uh, a mystery, you know, and it's, it's, like how you use it but it's just I think um, I respect that you and Nikki both kind of just you know you're just here you're like we're just you have, you have you have a really profound respect for the power that's coming yes. through when it does You it just comes through it's not through you it's through God or however you want to label her yeah um, and um, and it's interesting for me like the whole sh sh shamanism thing I, there was a connection you know, I'm a musician I'm a songwriter yeah. and I grew up with like U2 and the Beatles and all this stuff and <clears> there <throat> was an interview I read with Bono from U2 and he says he said there was something he said there's something that struck me very profoundly he said when I first saw B.B. King you know B.B. King yes. the blues player playing and he would take this energy from the crowd and he would put it into his guitar and he would mm. take it and send it back to the crowd. And, like, and he says, I knew that he was a shaman. Mm. So that made yes. me think, okay, so the shaman is not just somebody that's, um, you know, in a circle or just like in, in the ceremony, you know, like in, in Papua New Guinea or in, in Peru with ayahuasca or something. It's somebody, it can be an actor on a stage, it can be an artist, it can be... Anybody that has the that, that can take this energy from somewhere and transmute it into something of a higher vibration or send it back in a healing yeah. way, and that just that when I read that it was just like really powerful. So I think our jobs as artists mm. is very it's it needs to be it's very sacred, you know. Yes. Even if you're like a comedian or like a, one of the most like Russell Brand or whatever, I don't know. But like some, I'm I'm just trying to think of somebody that's like says a lot of dirty jokes and stuff. I think it's very <laughs> sacred too because it's healing, you know? Yes. And, um, and now that you mentioned, I think uh, that's a really good point because I truly believe that creativity is a form of healing. So uh, that's actually second chakra. And then when you start creating what you, if you think about it, the most beautiful piece of art in poetry, they come from pain. They yeah. come from suffering. It's about a platonic love, or it's you write a song about the heartbreak. Why? Because you transform that pain yeah. and you channel that pain somewhere, which comes out to the universe. So you actually give back, you exchange, yeah. and that gives back energy to you and heals your heart. Yeah. So it's a circle. And I think that's the highest form of 
healing. Absolutely. So all the artists, all the painters, all they are healers. Because when you look at a painting, it's just the energy is like, whoa, how many times I listen to your song, actually. And it's it just, I feel, you. I always call it like, it's inca encapsulated. Uh, emotion or your your heartbreak or your your pain is encapsulated in that three minutes but for me that is the greatest feeling that I I've, is when I've like I used to play with uh, some rock bands and I had a couple of rock bands in LA and, and it was like blues you know classic rock whatever, and we play a show and just like when we had the I mean it was like a good show and you felt it and it was like to me nothing felt better than that and it was just like such joy you know and even just yeah, I don't know. When you play a song and someone's moved by it, and it's funny because sometimes when you play, and any musicians can relate to me on this, sometimes you can play and you can feel like you had the worst, the shittiest performance ever, and you're just like, you're like, oh man, that was like freaking horrible, and blah blah blah. Mm. And then somebody comes up to you and they were like, they were really moved. But mm. polar opposite. Sometimes you can think you played the best yeah. ever. <laughs> And you're like, I really felt good about the, this and then you're like, and, and it's just like not as, and it's, it's just funny how. That's the, the same spirit. with healing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's the, the same universe, with our classes. You're universe, like, yeah, yeah, this is so good. And then, mm. The universe has a great sense of humor and a way yes. to keep us, uh, I think there's a, uh, I think there's a power in humility, you know? Yeah. And I think that's a great point because also it, it shows that like. It's, it's really um, the same with healing that you need to let go of what you think is healing for others. Absolutely. So that's that was a very my teacher, breathwork teacher is David Elliott, and he's absolutely amazing and he's very connected to spirit and uh, he expresses that as well that like um, just because somebody not gonna cry their eyeballs out yeah. it doesn't mean that healing didn't happen it's their yeah. own way or somebody or just because somebody is not you know like show emotions right then or start screaming or whatever like uh, physically you cannot see it doesn't mean that so like that's your expectation about how they have to heal letting the and you letting have go to let them all go all those expectations yeah if you let that go and you just show up and actually I, that's what I love about breathwork that I always say that um, you need to do the work like I hold space for your healing mm -hmm. and that's actually a really I learned that it's a really really important and difficult task mm -hmm. especially um, after learning all the modalities for me it was difficult because I also I intuitively want to put my hands on and give Reiki mm -hmm. or you know and that's no their process is to heal their own soul yeah and I'm whole I'm a container who's making sure that your healing process is safe and you feel safe to release yeah and then I, I think that's why breathwork is powerful and I'm really enthusiastic about it because because your soul has to work for it. Yeah. And if you think about it, that's human nature. If you don't have to work about work for something, you don't appreciate it. It's so true. <laughs> no, it's true. <laughs> that's why breathwork is perfect. You need to feel that you are working hard and it's it's work. It's like intensive thirty-five minutes breathing, three step breath. <laughs> You do that for 35 minutes, yeah. it's not an easy task. Like you will feel physically challenged. You're, you actually, when I first tried, I was really, my ego freaked out because yeah. I got cramps and I had all this physical sensation and didn't know, I didn't yeah. expect because I was not told, yeah. which is fine. But like I really thought that something wrong 
is happening within my body, which is your ego. Yeah. If it is like part of the uh, spiritual process that your ego always thinks that, oh, I'm going to die. You, because the ego cannot control anymore and freaks out. Yeah, it's so true. Yeah, I've had that. I mean, even still when I do sometimes breathwork, I get dizzy and I get like, I just like, I get shaky and yeah. I'm like, I just get vertigo and stuff. You know, I just want to see, because I know what, how we're doing on time here. Um, what, how much time are we having? Have we been going? We are probably add a little less than half an hour. Okay. okay. So you know what? Well, um, just because we have to keep it about half an hour. But like maybe can you share about your breathwork? Yeah, yeah. Teaching experience? My, my teaching experience mm -hmm. in breathwork? I just really started teaching breathwork, to be honest. I, um, Which is amazing. <laughs> thank you. Yeah, I, I, was, I have a, a good friend, Guy Douglas, yes. who's uh, well-known in the community. And I met him. I went to one of his breathwork... Uh, Breathwork, he did first, it was like a breathwork sound bath in 2012. Mm. And Jeanette Marie, who actually worked, she used to be a healer uh, and um, reader at the Emporium. She took me there. Mm. And then me and Guy hit it off, and he just started doing that. He had been playing the gong for years. Yeah. And we just hit it off, and he'd have me play like a couple songs or something after or whatever. And then before and I was helping him hold space but I kind of went away from that route and I took you know I helped him for years and I took off to <coughs> Europe and do my music and stuff but now I'm back for a while and I'm feeling called to inspire to to, to do that to, to teach that and I see so many people doing it and, and but uh yeah so I have a class and I you know I've when is your class my class is Sunday every other Sunday I forgot which one it's a, is it what time? it's at noon Okay, so you can check it out yeah. on the Liberate. It's company. a good, yeah, I do it with my friend Chastity. She does um, like a restorative yoga poses, and we do some Very gentle good. breath work. It kind of, when it's Sunday, you're trying to recover from the weekend, and uh, <laughs> yeah, it's good. I just started, and it's, people have been happy so far, and I'm just, I'm learning just like everybody else and stuff, but... Uh, it's the biggest learning step, and actually it's really great that you... Um, Get out, get out of your comfort zone because I think that's what happened to me. I uh, really didn't want to teach. Yeah. When I started teaching. I was like so reluctant. Yeah. I was really happy with my private clients, and then actually my teacher was like, "Okay, who 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 teaches more groups? People put up their hand. Who teaches more private? I'm like me. They're like, okay, so people who be, teach private, they have to teach groups. I'm like, oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> like it's really. Yeah. It, it's really uh, a challenge, and I think that, again, growth um, happens when you uh, get out of your comfort Absolutely. zone. Absolutely. So uh, I guess that's a really huge journey for you as well. because I, you Yeah, I feel called to teach. I mean, like, I, I definitely feel it. I just, it's like, I'm like, you know, people are like, oh, we should teach this, that. I'm like, I don't know what to teach, cause, but it's like I never really, I've dabbled here and there, and I've taken this. I didn't go to some, like, you know, yeah, yeah. So it's just like I, um, but I, I feel it's coming, and for me, it's been a big step because to me, like performing music in front of an audience yeah. is not a problem, but like teaching or talking and stuff like that, it's been it's been a a learning curve. But um, I have a question for yeah. you. Yeah, and then we'll wrap it up, and okay, then we'll um, the last one. and then we're gonna talk about our event on the solstice. Yes, because we have an event with so Nikki. My last question. Yeah. I'm holding this because I'm feeling yeah. like the need to ground today. So. Yes, that's important. So, uh, can you please share uh, the most um, 
and then I ask you to be a little bit vulnerable, which is very difficult. Mm. But the most uh, difficult experience in your life that you had to overcome, and how did you overcome? Wow. Um, I was living with somebody who was in a bad place, and they were in a bad place with, with drugs and stuff, and you know I had to help them out. And I, had, I supported them for a year, and at, during that time, I was I had just that year before I did ayahuasca, and like six months after that, like shit hit the fan. Like this is fr first time for me. Like I'd always been able to feel like lower vibrational things a lot, but it was like I was getting uh, I was getting full on attacked mm. by like, and I'm mean, just gonna be honest. Like I was getting full on attacked by the dark side. Mm. And which is the dark side is just it's all teachers and stuff. Yeah. But at the time, it scared the living bejesus out of me. Mm, and I can imagine. You know, there was just I felt like my kundalini or something was moving a lot. There was a lot mm. going on. I spent a lot of time in nature. Na yes. Griffith Park was my best friend then. <laughs> and um, yeah, I just didn't know. I, I felt really, really alone. And I mean during that time because I didn't have the support I needed not just them because like doing I, I did when I did ayahuasca it was like 2006 and there wasn't like this was down in Peru and now you know there's more support because there's yes. communities that do it here so like I told the shaman he's like I'm sorry I can't help you you know you have to go back come back here I didn't have the money to go back to Peru mm -hmm. and and then at the same time I happened to help take care of this person and stuff and uh, through that though I met a teacher and she taught me a lot of things and I studied some Qigong mm. through her uh, I really got into Chinese medicine mm. and some other healing modalities and um, she really helped me with my music and but through that yeah and then through that I met uh, yeah do you think <clears throat> so what was the, was there a single thing that helped you through or it was all the modalities you were learning through or? it was God that helped me through like okay. not gonna just yeah. many when you're just bare you're lying in the desert, parched, mm. not having drink, drinking water all day, kind of feel. You know, you're just yeah. like, so you God, God, I surrender. It's just that surrender to mm. God, and whatever it is, you know, I, I um, spent a lot of time praying in church, yeah. but it wasn't, you know, I, I went back to, I went and got like baptized and stuff again, but like, I realized, eh, you know, that the organized thing doesn't yeah, work for me. It's the same for but me. But it just, yeah, really helped to strengthen my my relationship with Christ and the faith in the faith thing mm -hmm. and and uh but also it introduced me to some other powerful healers like the, the yeah. green Tara who mm -hmm. she's kind of like Kuan Yinish Mother mm -hmm. Mary in the Buddhist tradition and she's powerful and really helped me a lot and uh and also just yeah trying to get I, I know I I know that I've been told I have some Native American teachers mm -hmm. help me so you know, I can't always feel it. I'm not that clairvoyant and stuff, but Do I know I, I got a lot of help. Yeah. If not, I wouldn't be here. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Mm -hmm. And then you, it's very important that like, and thanks for sharing that. Yeah. And, uh, the reason why I asked, because that's the biggest uh, lesson I get that uh, when you um, show up and then you show your vulnerability, yeah. things start shifting because that's the reason why you got that experience. Mm-hmm is to uh, have your connection mm -hmm. with the divine and then help to be stronger. Yep. That's definitely like it's always an experience when yep. things happen, like really shit hit the, hits the fan. That, yep. That's where we 
learn some very big lessons. And then that's our gem. We need to integrate it into our heart and integrate the experience and, and help others through our <coughs> experiences and share. You know, some, yeah, sometimes when you're going through those kind of things too, like, it's funny when we're like, when life is good, I mean, life's always good mostly, but when, it, when <laughs> you know, when it's like this and that and something happens like, oh, like we got a parking ticket or this and that, we're like, oh my God. Yeah, and then, but, but, but when shit really hits the fan, you have like this existential experience and you really have to just surrender yeah. every fucking thing to God. Yes. Like you almost... When you see those first couple miracles where it's like God shows up mm. and then you're like, and you feel supported, but stuff's still coming at you, but you just like learn, like, God's got this. I'm going to get through, you know, this is, yeah. it's going to, it's like, it's almost sometimes when you're going through it really hard, it's like, when you got that support, it's almost like easier yes. than when things fall apart when you're doing good. I don't know how to explain it. But. I, I understand. And also I think it's it's important that you learn that, okay, you were in a very difficult uh, um, situation and then there was a higher power and you surrender. Yeah. Then you kind of know already yeah. that experience. So you will know that next time when it happens, uh, the circumstances will always change. Mm -hmm. So that's why, that's why they say, and I believe that, that you need to go within. Yep. No matter what happens, like the inside, your inside power or your inside, the connection to the divine is the most important. And then the surround, the, the environment is, will change all yep. the time. But since you had that experience with the divine, it's easier to flow through life. Well, some, but sometimes, but then it's sometimes, you know, then it settles down again. Then you yeah. get back into your mundane kind of thing. Yeah. And then, but it's just like when things come at you and then all of a sudden you just have forced to really surrender. I don't know. Yes. Like, yeah. I always like to say that because I love trees and then I grew up in a, my, my yeah. dad used to have our own hobby garden and I planted my first walnut tree. Aww. So I'm very connected. So I always like to see that like life is like, we should be like a walnut tree. Yeah. Like standing, standing. What do they do? The oh, walnut tree is there. Can, yeah. If so, like, I like to imagine us as a tree. Yeah. Like the walnut tree, which I planted 20 years ago. Is and it giving me walnuts now? Is it still rolling? I think it's still going. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, like... We got pause. Like, I got to learn how to do... We got to learn how to... Because when... It, yeah, we are experimenting. So, yeah. So, like, they... No matter what's happening, whether the, there's sunshine or rain or snow, the walnut tree is just standing there. Even yeah. if there's a big storm and cutting off the branches. Yeah. It I just like stands that. there and then sh and just you gives, you know, beautiful oxygen to the environment. And that's, walnuts. Yeah, and walnuts, which is my favorite, which yeah. is good for your brain. So, like, I think that's amazing because it's like they don't expect anything. They just stand there and no matter what happens, they are strong with it's their like wisdom. strong within, yeah. Strength, strength within, the wisdom, the roots. They are connected to yeah. Pachamama and then from above as well, the sunshine comes through them and then they just shine. They just make us happy. And, and they give, give so much, they give so much, like, shelter. And no matter yeah. what happens, they just stand there. Yeah. And that's what, and they know that, you know, like, kind of, like, there's this connection with the sun and the earth and the air. Everything. Uh, no matter what happens, your circumstances does not matter. The most important is that uh, you find within the wisdom that it's all going to be good. Yeah. And then 
you are surrendering because when your ego is just very contracted and controlling that's that doesn't bring any it's true <laughs> and we all get, that's not good <laughs> yeah yeah and we're all i mean for anybody that's listening or whatever like some of the most it's it's a, it's a life journey that like yeah that like i don't think you ever or f i mean i wouldn't know but i'm just saying I have teachers that i look up to or whatever whether they're musicians or actors or um in the spiritual community or whatever that they they're like you look up there they're always you're always going to be tested this life oh, is yeah this life <laughs> is um it's very true it's it's it's, it's, it's a Challenges. It's a school, you know? Yeah. And it's a very good point. Like, I feel like it's all about the journey. And then even as a, as a healers or facilitators, we are all the same. We are, maybe uh, we have the uh, gift yeah. to uh, help people awaken their own gifts. Yeah. But we will learn until the last day of our lives. And, and then, then that's just our another life. We're, I mean, we're, yeah. we learn forever. Yeah, we learn forever, and that's why actually, whenever you are awakened, yeah. uh, it's a beautiful journey because you are keep growing. Uh -huh. and that's the most important. You are just on a different level of understanding. Uh -huh. For me, again, like it's 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 really important that, like uh, I don't know, ten years ago, I kept hearing like, "Oh, love yourself, la la la," and I never fully understood. But <laughs> really, I'm like, yeah, okay, whatever. And then when you grow, then you start. It's kind of, you know, like in school, you learn a lot and hear about the same exact things and then all of a sudden you know how to write. It's the same thing with spirituality, like you, your understanding grows as your soul is more awakened. Yeah, that's kind of what happened with the, the love yourself thing. It's 22, it's, it's such a cliche. Yeah. And you're like, you know, you're like, okay, I don't know enough of these like yogi tea things, love yeah. yourself. But... You know, sometimes the things that are most cliche are the most, are most things that are most true. But when that, that's true with that, I tell people that when that did click for me, the love yourself thing, because I am, I can be some, so self-deprecating to myself. And like, mm -hmm. it's just, it's, it's, everybody can be that way. But when I shifted it and started to give myself a little bit more self-love, my whole world shifted. Like, and I yes. kid you not, because you put that you put out what you put out it just becomes back yeah and it's very interesting because for me that was a huge understanding where i understood that ah oh, as my as my i expanded within yeah. i started to understand ah oh, self-love is not only about uh, being kind to yourself and doing the right things but self-love can be to say no absolutely and to like cut off people from yeah, your yeah. life who are not kind to you yeah. or self-love is about what you eat yeah. or it's about stop self-sabotaging finally and then procrastinating and then doing the right things at the right time and then going to the gym and then waking up and maybe first thing in the morning uh, pr prioritize yourself yeah. not your work not your whatever your instagram your facebook but but yourself yeah. and do do the work yeah and for me breathwork helped me with that because i was a queen of you know like <laughs> self-sabotaging yeah, yeah <laughs> like all... i was like i knew it but i didn't do it yeah and breathwork was the first thing method in my life which helped me to cut through all that yeah and i when i i finished breathwork i'm like so clear and i'm so connected i just and i it's just amazing stopped. how you feel after yeah writing. it just helps you see clearly and see that okay i was self-sabotaging again or i i procrastinated and i didn't go to 
um, you know, running or to the beach, even if I, I live next to that yeah, for yeah. three days. Or I woke up and I started uh, working again, like at the first second when I woke up. Oxygen but when you, the body. When you start, that's the self-love to yeah. realize that, okay, actually my priorities are not that. My yeah. priority is me. And Absolutely. that's when things really shift. Yeah. And it's, it's, it can be five or let's say one hour or half an hour. Yeah. But you like get out your journal and you start writing or you just go to the beach and then you, you connect with, uh, you take off your shoes and walk at the beach. So it's like that self-love too. But for me, like the boundaries was a big, setting boundaries, yeah, yeah. which is self-love. <laughs> it's big self-love and saying no. To, to yeah, opportunities yeah. which doesn't uh, serve you at all, yeah. to people, to anything, like like uh, um, any kind of uh, life situations. Yeah. This is like a free class if you're yeah. watching. <laughs> <laughs> Sign up at www.libre.com. This is nothing y'all don't know. Everybody knows. <laughs> Let's sit on because I think we're, we're, we're yeah. about it. But this has been fun. Yeah. And we'll do it again. And Give me the selenite yes. a little bit. What? Uh, <laughs> the selenite. Oh, you want the selenite, yeah. <laughs> and then your hand. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like constantly. Oh. She didn't want my hand. She wanted the selenite. <laughs> so we have a class. No. So we have a class coming. Oh. <laughs> it's awkward. Is it? What is it? Kumbaya. No. I just wanted to hold your hand oh. because I, I felt like you thought oh. I only want your selenite. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, okay. I, want, I want your hand too and your love. Because so. you are cool. <laughs> <laughs> right, so, we, so we have a class coming up. Uh, I wouldn't know what it's called. A workshop? Yeah. Or an event? It's a workshop. So the difference between workshop yeah, and class is a workshop. Is. And then we'll wrap it up. And then okay. So workshop is two hours and that always covers like uh, it's a... Uh, you know, it it always covers. We go deeper at a workshop, obviously because of time, and and uh, we always cover uh, a very important topic. And this is gonna be a celebration. A celebration of uh, solstice, summer solstice, which is extremely powerful. Yes, one of the most powerful times. The veil is so thin. Yes, and. Yeah. Uh, in many cultures they really celebrate this day the lightest day of the year and we're gonna have a shamanic uh, breathwork shamanic uh, sound healing journey and um, Angelo is gonna um, play as well I'll play some guitar I'll play a couple songs a couple my, of songs I think, friend, and sing I think my friend Jeanette might join as with well. his friend and it's gonna be just a celebration of um, of us <laughs> and Nikki's <laughs> and gonna be with yeah, well. Nikki so, Bridges yeah. is gonna do the shamanic sound healing part. I will lead the shamanic breathwork. And if you don't know Nikki, Nikki's a regular here. Yeah, uh, she does her she does her Tuesday she's sound baths and she does stuff on Thursdays and yeah, she does. She's very she's got the very very powerful vocal channels. So check that out and. Um, and you're you be doing the breathwork and yeah, so there's gonna be breathwork and then a shamanic healing uh, sound journey at the end, and uh, we're gonna play some music. I'm very and then excited. we're gonna jam at the end, like yeah. we got have drums and you know, like I will let what I talked you about before. I will let th that energy come yeah, to whatever yeah. I experience uh, many 
years ago. And the energy, I know when I've <laughs> taken both your, your and Nikki's classes, it's very powerful. So I'm, I'm very excited for the, to work with both of you. So. And also, the, uh, it's yeah. really important also that we combine the divine masculine and feminine, yeah. feminine energies. Because cool. it's the celebration of light and darkness. Yeah. Without darkness, there is no light. So. Well, thank you so much. Thank you. And I'm, yeah, we're always hanging out. So thanks for doing this. And thank you. You did it amazing. Was fun, it finally. was fun. This is the longest time we talked. <laughs> I know, because we're always working. <laughs> we're so always working. It's good. It was actually fun. But um, cool. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. And we'll see you the next one. <laughs> see you next Friday. Hopefully, you can make it. <laughs> yep. If you enjoyed this conversation, like it, subscribe, and share it with your friends. If you want some more amazing resources on your path of liberation, head over to liberateyourself.com and sign up for our mailing list. Connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, at Liberate Hollywood, all one word, or Liberate Emporium, all one word. Until next time, liberate yourself.